0: Welcome to the What the Elwood podcast, the podcast that's all about Longwood Athletics. Players, coaches, staff, who knows? The goal is to bring Longwood closer to you straight from the source. I'm Sam Hovan, your host. Thanks for joining us. For episode eight, we have a special group of guests in our keepers-only edition of the What the Elwood podcast. If you've ever wondered what makes a goalkeeper tick, we grab three of the best. Jacob Reimers and Madison Van Dyke from Lancer Soccer, as well as Katie Wyman from Field Hockey. And we talked about what a goalkeeper's mindset has to be. We recorded this Monday, September 30th, prior to a pair of strong performances by Reimers and Wyman against George Mason and William & Mary on Tuesday. Timely. Here we go. Welcome into our Keepers Only edition of the What the Elwood podcast. Again, I want to say thank you to our guests, Jacob Reimers, Katie Wyman, and Madison Van Dyke for taking a little time to join me today. Uh, Conference play starting up with our fall sports, and so I I wanted to get a a keeper's perspective on how things go i know we were talking a little bit beforehand you guys and uh, you just have to be a little bit different to be a goalkeeper so thanks for thanks for joining me today yeah thanks for having Thank me. you we'll, we'll kind of dive right in my first question we can when we talk we'll just kind of everybody can answer as they as they please um but what drew you guys into being a goalkeeper jacob
1: uh, to be honest, it was because I was like the tallest and the fattest kid on the team, <laughs> so I couldn't really run that much. So they kind of just stuck me in the back of the goal when oh, I was you, around nine or ten. You
0: stayed tall, but you have you you've lost the baby yeah, fat. I s- then? stretched out, yeah, <laughs> stretched, stretched out. Yeah. Do you remember when you started playing soccer? Yes. Um, four, five,
1: really, really young. What do you love about being a goalkeeper? Um, probably because. Mm. biggest thing is just like that rush you get when you make a big save or things like that. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's a lot harder to save the ball than it is to score it. So just that, that rush of adrenaline that you get when you make that save. Katie, what drew you into being a goalkeeper?
2: Um, so I was like, actually I broke my arm. And the only position I could play in field hockey was the goalkeeper because they just had to like wrap my arm in like three-inch thick foam. It was like a wrestling mat, is what it was. <laughs> and they're like, you can play hockey, but you have to wrap your arm up, and this is the only position you can play. And I was like, well, I'd rather do this and sit out because no one ever wanted to be the goalkeeper in field hockey. So.
0: When did when did you start playing goalkeeper?
2: Um, probably eighth grade. Wow. Something like that. Yeah, eighth grade.
0: <laughs> what do you love about it? Why did you stick with it?
2: Um. I I I'm kind of with him. It's just like the rush of making a great save and I'm a very pressured person so I like feeling that pressure it's like okay it falls on you at some points so
3: I just I like that intensity of it
0: Madison what about you what what made you want to be a goalkeeper
3: well I usually played the field when I was little but I also played basketball so we had a PK um, we had to do a PK during a championship game when we were younger and my head coach um, made me go in and be the goalie because I knew how to catch a ball because I played basketball my whole life. So
0: How old were you when that happened?
3: Oh, I started playing keeper when I was like nine years old, but I was always playing like back on the field and stuff when I was five. so
0: And what made you stick with being a goalkeeper?
3: Well, like Jacob said, like the rush and stuff, but also like I, ha- I like being like in command of everything and like controlling everything that's happening. so that's another reason why I like staying with it.
0: Okay, I'm gonna make a statement, and you guys can ad- agree or disagree. Keepers have to be a little crazy. Agree or disagree? I agree with
3: that, agree. yeah. You yeah. all agree? Okay, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Agree. why do you agree?
3: You got balls coming right out your face.
0: <laughs> okay, we've got a couple scenarios I wanna lay out, and you can kinda help me get into the mind of how you guys do some different things. First off, your team is dominating a, uh, dominating a match. You're, you're shutting the other team out, you've had hardly any action at all. You know, maybe, maybe one shot on goal, maybe not even a shot on goal, you're into the second half. How are you staying engaged? What do you do?
1: Uh, for me, it's a terrible way of thinking in general. But like, I always think, like, what's the worst possible thing that could happen from like, a certain situation? So like, let's say like, we have a corner. I'm like thinking, like, OK, they are going to clear the ball, and they're going to counterattack, and they're going to score. And I just like, constantly think of it that way. So that way, like, you just always stay mentally sharp, and you're always like preparing for the worst possible situation.
0: What about you guys. How do you stay engaged?
2: Um, I stay engaged by just kind of like stepping up field and trying to make myself involved like talking to my players and making sure I'm really paying attention because if you're not that busy during a game, you just kind of tend to wander <laughs> sometimes. So you just I kind of st- try and stay engaged and be like, "Okay, you need to go here. This needs to happen."
0: Yeah,
3: I stay engaged by communicating and getting involved also like getting into the play playing back and just staying involved and keeping possession with our team so
0: okay we'll flip the scenario now you guys are under intense pressure faced a ton of shots what do you talk to your defense about when you get that moment's break it goes out over the end line to restart goal kick or you know start up what
3: I say personally we have this rule with the next five minutes if there's a goal the next five minutes is like the most critical area so we just hard pressure no matter what that's what we do
2: Kind of just keep the encouragement up if they're playing awesome defense and there's no goals in then it's just like kind of encouraging them Because it's it's always rough when it's down your throat and constant shot 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 on the defense because it's kind of demoralizing I think at some points so I kind of just pipe them up and be like we got this we're playing awesome Keep them energy up.
1: Yeah similar to Katie's approach and then a part of it too is just like knowing your personnel like there are some people that like you know, you can maybe yell out a bit more and they can take it. Whereas there are others where you need to be like a bit softer and with your language and things like that. So Do
0: you guys feel like that's something as upperclassmen that you've learned and grown in since you've been here at Longwood? Definitely. Mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> last scenario. A goal goes in. You have to have a short memory. How do you shake it off?
2: Um, I kinda just I mean it's like I take my like five to ten seconds and I'm just like as they're setting the ball back up, okay, like that needs to be fixed or this is what went wrong, and then I can't, I can't think about it ever again. Th- otherwise, it's going to affect how the rest of the game goes. So you take five to ten seconds, then you move on. You have to for your teammates.
3: Otherwise, the rest of the game is not going to be good. Mm. Yeah, you just have to keep a positive mindset because if you go negative, then your communication goes downhill. There's no communication at all on the field. So you just got to stay positive and let it go within like the next five s- seconds that it happened.
1: Yeah, for me, it's just, like, two, like, long breaths, you know, and then just flush it out, just let it go, because you've got the whole rest of the game to play. I know this isn't a rational thing,
0: but you're a goalkeeper, so I would assume this is probably the mindset. Do you feel like you should you should stop every shot, even if you know it's not physically possible?
1: Yeah, yes. yeah. Like, you walk into a game <laughs> saying,
0: I don't care where they shoot it, I'm going to stop it. Yes. Yeah.
1: And for me, like, even if one is just, like, a perfect shot, like, top corner, you can do nothing about it, there's still always, like you know 1% of you like a portion of you that's like oh, I could have done that yeah you know, yeah. like <laughs> you maybe that extra like you,
0: you, in. if i yeah, yeah exactly maybe you
1: like just jumped a little bit higher <laughs> the, the
0: what if yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. how big or what role does confidence play for you as a goalkeeper
1: it's huge Huge, yeah. yeah it's massive because like it's like if a forward makes a mistake it's not that big of a deal cuz they're all the way up the field like a forward can make nine mistakes and score one goal and he's had a great game whereas if we make a mistake the chances of it being a goal is a lot bigger. So just being confident in your own abilities and because you're it's everything starts from you, having confidence, it exudes throughout the back line, which exudes up to the midfield, it exudes up to the forwards.
2: Plus I feel like also like like you were just saying, you we can't really make a mistake, otherwise it'll go in. Also I feel like the fans, they don't some of that don't get the game as much. It looks bad on you if you let that one go and even though it could be the most perfect goal ever. People are just like, oh, like that should have been saved. Like that could have been your one chance, and then people are like, oh, like she's not that good.
3: The spotlight's just all yes. on you, and if you make that one little mistake, say you pass it, they, you get a ball passed back to you, and then you play it right to the forward. It's so obvious. So,
0: how do you guys keep your confidence up? I talk to myself back
3: there. <laughs> so, what do you say? Like, come on, we got this. Like, don't let it def- like defeat you or anything. So um i just i don't i have to really just keep my
2: keep my positivity up even though like i may not be having the best game or a goal just went in it's just about like hyping yourself up and then also like just keep talking your defense and hyping them up because if if they're gonna play good then that looks good on you too because you're not gonna get as many shots <laughs>
1: mm, yeah i think for me i'm the same way as madison like i just talk to myself a lot and some like, I'm the type of person where if you, like, yell at me, it, like, it beefs me up. Like, I want to, like, shit prove you wrong. So sometimes, like, I'll, like, curse at myself and <laughs> stuff like that. It's a little weird, but I'll, like, curse at myself and, like, just try to get myself, like, riled up and, like, get going.
0: What gives you your biggest adrenaline rush as a goalkeeper? Here's some examples I thought of. Is it the moment before a penalty kick or a penalty stroke actually stopping a penalty kick or penalty stroke? stopping that upper 90 shot, that shot on the upper corner that nobody expects you to get? Is it running somebody over? I know that's a, it can be a physical game, so there's times where you just have to like plow some, plow through somebody, or one, something else I didn't think For
3: of. For me, it's when we do 1v1s. I'm coming out, I'm going to get the ball. I'm getting low, I'm coming at you, so that's my, like, flush.
0: Is so. it a bonus if you take the other person out?
3: Yes, 100%, <laughs> <laughs> but get the ball fast. <laughs> It's like when, if it's a 1v1
2: and like your defense was all beat and it's just you with the one player, that's just like when you're, I'm really in the zone, like I'm really focused, I'm like you gotta get this ball, gotta get this ball, like doesn't matter how I get the ball, mm-hmm. I just gotta get it. And then when you get it, it's just it's so amazing, like everyone cheers you on and it hypes you up a lot.
1: That's probably like my second one, but like mine is kind of like a situational thing where you're up or you're tied and the other team is just dominating at the at the moment and like a cross comes in and you just, plow through everybody and catch it and then you just lay down like you've got the ball like nobody's no. like all the pressure is gone from the game and now like your team has the, the momentum and, and you're talking
0: about across like almost a corner kick where yeah, right, right. there's 10 guys on top of you
1: mm-hmm, exactly <laughs> interesting
0: So the, and that's what gets you the most hype up like you get up from that and you're just like let's yeah. go yeah.
1: yeah for sure do you ever have butterflies every game mm-hmm. every game mm-hmm. yeah I feel like that's like, you need that. Um, I feel like being nervous, being not like nervous to mess up, just like.
3: Not thinking that you're just going to take control. Like, you're yeah. just going to go in, like, thinking that you're going to win the game. So
1: like yeah, I feel like nerves are good because they, they keep you on your toes. Mm-hmm. And so I get those almost every game, yeah.
0: What, what sends them away? Is it like the first shot?
1: Literally, like, the, the first whistle of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, as soon as the ref throws the whistle, I'm fine.
0: It's so it's the anticipation. Yeah, it's
1: just all the warm-up, everything to build up to that. It's all nerves.
0: What do you guys feel like is the best part of being a goalkeeper?
2: Hmm, a hard one. <laughs> that's okay. Um, Winning the game for your yeah. team, I guess. You have a lot of saves. Mm-hmm. I think also just if, you, if you're... you like Even though you've had a good game, maybe if your defense hasn't had a good game, that's not the best scenario, but if you overall the team played good defense mm. that's just like one of the best feelings because it's like you had a good game and your defense was with you on that and helped you win that game even if you didn't win it it's just a good defensive game it's just it's awesome to be able to hold a team like our game yesterday just being able to hold a team that's way higher ranked than us to a pretty good score
0: yeah, yeah. So you're, and you're talking about Virginia 3-1 yes. to one.
2: yep ABA
1: yeah for that and then Probably like training too, like goalkeeper training. Uh, I'm not sure what it's like in field hockey, but for soccer it's like really upbeat, very physically demanding. Um, your legs are like jello afterwards sometimes. Like I love oh, that. Like it's, it's, it's so like upbeat, intense, training wise. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing where you're like, man, a game's easy after this? Oh yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. No. hundred <laughs> percent.
2: Like
1: rarely am I sore after a game, to be honest. It's more like a mental fatigue. Mm-hmm. I just feel out of it mentally. Is it, it's the same thing. That's for field the same exact yeah. yeah. I feel
2: like after a game, even if I didn't do a lot, like my brain is tired. Mm-hmm. It needs to shut down a little bit. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All right, last question. You talk about the mental fatigue after a game. How do you recover mentally? What do you guys do?
2: You just kinda have to reset. Like even if it was a bad if it was a bad game, you just maybe like my mentality is okay, if I had a bad save or goal went in because of it, like I think about it for maybe I make a timeline think about it for half an hour and then I cannot think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's how kind of how I reset mentally and I move on.
3: I sometimes go back and we watch like what mistakes I did and then I just think about how I could fix it and then I go to sleep.
1: <laughs> go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. For me it's like it stays with me for a while like it's hard for me to sleep after a game even if we win like, even if I played well like it's really hard for me to sleep like just to come down off of like the high of a game um, but usually, right after a game, I think about it, and then when I get home, it's more like I try and distract myself, whether it be like with a movie or like cook myself a meal or something. I like try to just get my mind off of it, and then think about it the next day.
0: Cook yourself a meal. What what's your go-to?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. I've actually got It's <laughs> so weird. I've gotten into baking a little bit. Really? Oh my <laughs> Recently, hey, What do you uh, bake? Uh, like yesterday, I made uh. Like these, like, banana muffins with yeah. maple syrup and dark chocolate. Is it good? Yeah, really good. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's weird, but... No,
0: it's not. I mean, it's weird. <laughs> I, I, I cook as well, so I completely understand. It's It can be a way to release tension. You're right. doing something else. For sure. I, I was going to ask, like, Javi, so you mentioned, Katie, you know, you give yourself a timeline. Is there, like, something... I mean, you watch Netflix, Madison sleeps afterwards. Is that is there something that you would kind of do to distract yourself?
2: Um... Not really, like I, I take my time, like I said, to think about it, and then I just go about with my day, whether it's homework, dinner, like I,
3: I cannot think, you cannot think about it after that. Like I cannot, like my brain is past it. I think homework is a good one too. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, because you always have so much of it, so you got to <laughs> get it done.
0: Well, especially being upperclassmen, either you know, graduating in Katie's case or getting close <laughs> to that time, mm-hmm. so. We appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, Thank you for letting us see a little bit into the mindset of what it takes to be a goalkeeper. Best of luck through the rest of conference play. It's really fun, and we're cheering for you guys.
2: Thanks for having us. Thank Thank you. you.
0: Thanks again to Jacob, Madison, and Katie for spending a little time with us today. Check out past episodes at longwoodlancers.com in the Fan Zone section under Podcasts. If you want Longwood Athletics videos, subscribe to Longwood U Lancers on YouTube. Of course, Longwood Athletics is verified on Twitter. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time on the What the Elwood podcast.